Welcome to the Life of a Gentleman podcast, the number one podcast to learn about the hottest men's fashion and grooming brands. We interview the brand owners so you get the inside story. We'll also discuss fashion, business, and entrepreneurship, and all things gentlemen. Whether you're looking to advance your career, increase your style, or just discover the best new products, you're in the right place. And now, here's your host, award-winning author, entrepreneur, and business owner, Richard Taylor. Hey, Rich, let's start the show. Thank you for that introduction, guys. Are you ready for an amazing episode? We have two great guests for you. This is the final podcast series about Cleveland, Ohio. As you know, we'll be there October 23rd through the 25th for a custom suit and shoe trunk show by our sponsor, Harrison Blake Apparel. I will be there. Dennis will be there. And all the Cleveland businesses that we've interviewed in the past few weeks also will be um, interacting with us there. So that is Magna Wine Boutique, uh, the Gentleman's Cave, Luxury Barber Lounge, and our guest today. Our guest today are Raw Glass Photography. They're an amazing photography business in the Cleveland area. And then something that I love more than almost anything, food and good gourmet food to be exact. We are talking to probably one of the top personal chefs in the Cleveland area. And in my opinion, man, this guy's the the top of the line. It's as good as it gets. I love his name. Also, Gourmet Gent Ricardo will be joining us as well because the reason I want to have both of these guys on the show is because we will be linking up with them in Cleveland, but that's not the reason. One of the things that caught my eye about them is the professionalism that both of these gentlemen put in to their business, but also not just that, it's the fact that they're pursuing their passion, something that they love to do. And we always talk about on this podcast, as far as the entrepreneurship angle, you could do something because there's something that you do. There's a way that you do certain things. There's a certain talent or skill that you may have. Now for Ricardo, it was cooking and he cultivated that. He worked on that. And you'll see where he's at now with the level of clientele and the level of service and the way his business is really starting to take off. That's because when you're passionate about something, you put your all into it. So it's like you're not even working. And then Darnell with Raw Glass Photography. Again, you're going to find out the story of why photography is so um, much of a passion for him. But not only that, why it's therapy for him. And this part of the story probably will touch you just a little bit. I'm also joined with Dennis Styles on these interviews. So you get his perspective as well, being a big time influencer that's been in the space for such a long time. But man, I want to tell you guys, pay close attention to not just hearing um, the success part of these two businesses, but also how the idea started. I want you to focus on that because I know some of you have an idea and I want you to put it into play. So without any further delay, let's get into this episode. And now it's time for this week's segment of The Gentleman's News. Exclusive interviews with exceptional people discussing all things gentlemen, from business to fashion to lifestyle, industry leaders, authors, and more. This is The Gentleman's News. Hey guys, welcome to the interview portion of today's show. And we are continuing interviewing amazing businesses from Cleveland on our podcast. And today our guest is 
the true embodiment of a gentleman. He calls himself the gourmet gent. Ricardo is a private chef, a a chef that, man, when I saw his work, guys, go on Instagram, gourmet gent, follow him. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. You're about to hear from him coming up right now. Ricardo, welcome to the show. Glad to be on here. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Uh, it is our pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Ricardo. Yes. Oh, my pleasure. My absolute pleasure. This is an amazing platform. I just want to thank you all for having me. No, it's our pleasure having you on because as uh, Dennis and I continue to try to move this podcast around the country and highlight uh, businesses that are doing amazing things, um, we came across your profile, uh, reached out and connected. Um, you know, anybody who's listened to the show for a while knows Dennis and I are a fan of food, um, good food. And, and every time we hit a new city, that's one of the highlights is finding good restaurants or breweries, distilleries to hit. And uh, Cleveland has an abundance of, of places to go. But for those that are looking for like a real private experience, uh, that's kind of where you come in. Can you kind of let us know exactly what you do and then we'll dive into your background and things like that? Absolutely. So just to share a little bit about my background, I'm a personal private chef that brings uh, personalized curated experiences right to your doorstep. So whether you're looking for an intimate dinner for two or a private dinner party for, you know, groups of 15 and 20, I'm your guy. So I created personally, I come to the table, uh, bang ideas, bring in a listening ear, and then I generally create a customized menu uniquely designed for, the, for those particular individuals and the type of experience that they, that they, that they seek to create. For the guests. So I'm the individual who not only brings the food, but I bring the vibe as well. Oh, wow. So with Ricardo, you pretty much get the, the double treatment of you don't have to uh, bring somebody to take care of an actual event. You not only bring the food, but you bring the event, which is very important. Salute to you, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It all kind of started out with. You know, uh, back in college, a lot of my, a lot of my close friends, they wasn't always too familiar with how to properly court or treat their, treat their lady. And I was always, you know, coming up with different concepts, like, hey, try this, try that. And uh, next thing you know, I just kind of mixed my love for, for food and um, food and kind of creating unique experiences and blending into one. That's where I started designing the identity too. So, um, you know, for the gentlemen who aren't really too savvy or, you know, too familiar with how to, to coordinate a nice romantic experience, they'll just contact me and I'll pretty much quarterback the entire place and then throw the ball back to them as if they coordinated the whole entire experience. So I'll go out, I create the menu, I bring the, the food, the flowers, the linen, all of those items to their to the, to the doorstep. Um, I bring the, the flowers, the whole nine, the candlelight experience. So all they have to do is pretty much show up and take the credit. So we all work together in order to kind of collaborate, make that uh, unique, particularly special for this and the other. Wow. That's awesome, man. Um, that's great. Um, before we dive in into some of your accomplishments, uh, Ricardo, I wanted to ask you, um, your business is kind of, how has it changed since early in the year after the unfortunate incidents of the pandemic? Um, is that something that's affected your business in a way or strengthened? your business because a lot of people are doing these kind of things now instead of your conventional you know going out to eat just booking a huge place with a lot of people so 
let us know how does that change and what are some of the adjustments you're doing moving forward? Um, the pandemic actually helped to bless my business because uh, being as though a lot of people were adamant about going out to restaurants, uh, you know, a lot of individuals started contacting me, hey, do you do meal plans? Uh, do you deliver? Do you sell platters? And then I started providing those different options. And then the more and more I started to make myself available uh, to provide certain service offerings, uh, my business began to grow. I, I know I did. I, I recently done, uh, or at the start of the pandemic, I did like a Mother's Day brunch um, and then a Mother's Day dinner. And then just people would, would tend to see, um, you know, my work on Instagram. And I would begin to get contacted. Hey, can you do this? Can you do that? So I went from being booked maybe twice a month to being booked maybe 13 times a month. So my business has grew, has definitely grown by least bond. And, um, and one thing that's, that this pandemic has shown me is the importance of being flexible and thinking outside of the box and coming up with different ways to, to offer and to tailor your business model. So it's definitely presented me with a lot of a lot of growth opportunities, not only in terms of profitability, but in terms of scaling up my business as well. Beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Me and Rich were talking about that before, how, um, you know, being more available, I guess, for your business has actually helped, uh, you know, as bad as it seems, but it's actually helped a lot of our, you know, businesses, especially small businesses or people just doing startup businesses, uh, pushing forward. So I'm happy to hear that, man. That's why I wanted to ask you that. So it's definitely, I'm excited for you, man. Hey, Rich. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, definitely. It's a great way to innovate. And, you know, just I'm thinking, too, you know, instead of going out and have to wear a mask and this and that and be concerned about being around other people, when you bring that experience uh, to the home, I don't think it gets any better than that because, I mean, everybody's more comfortable at their home. You can have a small group of people over or just like you said, just a romantic setting, something like that. Um, That's perfect, you know, And, and you with you handling everything, all you have to do, especially if maybe it's one of your first dates, uh, it takes all the uh, nervousness out of it. And if you if you can't cook, you know, like a lot of guys really can't get down in the kitchen. Hey, you know, call you up, you come in. And uh, I was that was one of my questions. Are are you there preparing the food in their home or do you prepare it and then just drop it off and you're gone? Or do some of the people like to see you in action or are there options for people? Um, there's definitely options, but generally people want the full experience. They want to see the chef actually in the kitchen. They want to connect with the chef. They right. want to smell the aroma of the food being prepared. They want to hear the, the, the kind of like the chatter of the pots and pans clinging together as it makes a beautiful harmony within the kitchen. So um, um, they, they definitely, a lot of individuals definitely seek the, the, the chef, the private chef experience. So for, you know, a lot of the gentlemen that contact me, you know, they give me a call like, hey, chef, you know, can you do this? Can you put this together for, for my wife or my significant other? Or a young lady that I'm seeing, um, I'm not really too familiar within the kitchen area or how to really quarter, quarterback this play. Can you make it happen? So, you know, next thing you know, I, I give them a call like, hey, you know, tell your young lady you need to, you need to run to the store in order to get out of the house. I kind of show up, uh, you know, the, the table is set, the candles are lit, you know, the, the rose petals trail all over the floor. And then... You know, next thing when she returns home, he'll open up the door and invite her back into uh, back, invite her back into a brand new environment, uh, which is essentially a restaurant within their own home. Mm. And the next thing you know, I'm there cooking. But um, you know, when it comes to the actual service, you know, I'm, I'm 
I'm not the star of the show. I'm pretty much <laughs> uh, just kind of like the quarterback on the sidelines, just drawing up the plays. And, uh, you know, when they see me, I'm just generally bringing out the food, but I'm just generally giving the guys like instructions, hey, do this, hey, do that. Or, and then I also provide uh, facilitated questions just to kind of help guide the discussion, especially for, for intimate dinners that, um, that maybe for new couples, I help to come up with uh, engaging questions just to stimulate the, the dining experience. Man, that's a one-stop shop right there. Yeah, I mean... For 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 some guys, everything you want. <laughs> yeah, for for the inexperienced guy, all he's got to do is call you up, and he's looking like a pro. So, um, that's that's a plus right there. You got you got to fill up you got to fill up the gas tank. You got to yeah. dinner, and by the time you spend that you know hundred hundred fifty dollars tab, you didn't, you didn't purchase flowers. You got to find her a place to go afterwards. But I'm bringing the whole entire experience to the home. It's not an experience is generally about two and a half hours because it's conversational. It can include a lot of interesting elements. You have the flowers, the, the floral bouquets right there on the table for you. You have the chocolates. You have you have dinner, dessert, salad, entree, the whole nine, the whole four course meal, um, properly prepared in the comfort of your own home or you know whatever particular venue that that engagement is being housed at. Beautiful. Uh, last question before I pass it to Dennis. In addition to that, do you do like wine pairings with the meals as well? Not necessarily. Um, I haven't really expanded upon that particular area as of yet. Okay. I'm currently working with a number of of um, number of individuals who actually produces wine. Okay. So they are helping to educate, to properly educate me in that particular area. There is a uh, black-owned. Uh, wine company in Chicago is called Black Feather. Absolutely amazing. They have a, a wine called Coco Cherry. The best wine I've probably ever tasted in my life. There's no coconuts. There's no chocolate. Mm. Uh, the, the plum note is absolutely amazing. Tastes like dessert in a liquid form. So Black Feather, um, that particular gentleman is properly educating me on uh, how to, to blend and properly prepare, um, properly pair those wines to let you get what you need. Beautiful. That's nice, man. Uh, Ricardo, one of the things that I really enjoyed was watching your, you know, your IG page. Um, seeing photo after another photo of some of the best dishes I've seen in a while, especially the crab cakes. Um, tell us a little bit about some of the accomplishments you've had as far as working with either high-end customers or celebrities that's categorically um, your brand and your social media platform? I mean, I've been blessed to work with um, work with NFL athletes. I've been blessed to work with, um, you know, Omar Tyree, which, who uh, happens to be a New York Times bestseller. Right. I've been, have, I've been blessed to work with um, individuals who whose income definitely power above, you know, you know uh, a million plus dollars. So, uh, I mean, my customer base varies, but I treat everyone as if they're royalty. Um, so, mm. you know, everyone kind of receives the same type of experience, no matter what uh, their bank account looks like or whatever their status looks like. Everyone is treated like royalty and they're like a billion dollars. So, every plate is going to be treated as if it's a billion dollar experience or a billion dollar plate. I love that, so man. You're pretty much on the threshold of being a celebrity chef, right? Per se, in, in a few months or a year. 
That's the objective in a sense. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the demographic that it, it seems as if life is moving me to. So I'm just grateful just to, you know, take it one step at a time, one plate at a time, one client at a time. Beautiful. Yeah, I notice uh, when you prepare your plates from pictures I see, you take a lot of, you know, it's important to you, the presentation of the dish. Is that something that's lacking uh, from, you know, restaurants that you go to or some, you know, places that you visit? How do you feel about that? I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's lacking. I think when it comes to food, um, uh, we as chefs, we're all artists. So we, we, we create and we plate. Um, place based on you know within our heart within our mind within our thoughts so i know when i create you know i definitely have to kind of set the scene and, and throw on some music in order to create the vibe mm. when i played in i'm kind of thinking about you know uh you know i'm thinking about my day i'm thinking about my client i'm thinking about what, what would they like to see um and it's fall i try to incorporate like fall thing colors so in a sense my plating is serious and objective but at the same time it's, it's playful in its presentation um, so if I want individuals to kind of feel as if, you know, when they sit down and they enjoy dinner, you know, they, they are at a playground, they're looking at a playground on a plate. So I want them to kind of and enjoy the vibrant colors of the plate. I want them to enjoy the unique arrangement. And I just want them to have a good time as they enjoy the meal. Definitely, definitely. Hey, let me ask you this, because, you know, we all have different gifts and man, your gift is definitely... In, in the food arena um, Has this always been a passion? Uh, when did you discover it? And um, what's your training background? Did you go to school for this? Or is it just, just something that's inside of you? Uh, Forrest Gone once said Life is like a box of that You never know what you're going to get um, Professionally, I'm an educator by trade uh, I work at the college level um, in, in various forms and capacities um, and then outside of that, I kind of dibbled and dabbled in real estate, tried to find my, my lane in that particular area. And then as, you know, I was kind of going through life and going through my own journey, I'd endured a breakup at that time. So just trying to find myself. So I, I necessarily found myself, you know, back out to the world, doing what I thought I knew best. And that was in terms of being a bachelor, being single. And then I realized ultimately that that life wasn't for me. So I scaled back. And I, I, I took the time to really heal and understand what it means to be single and satisfied. So um, I naturally started cooking. And cooking became my love style, my love language, became my therapy. And then naturally, you know, I began to kind of give give it back to others by cooking for friends and family. And then next next, next thing you know, they asked they I began to receive many requests to, to have, to prepare dinners for their significant others or to cater events. The next day, you know, this thing kind of took off like wildfire. I've been blessed to, you know, take advantage of a lot of different opportunities. 20, 2018, I was actually selected as, you know, one of the top 80 competitors in the United States to compete for the National Televised um, TV show, Master Chef. So that was an incredible experience being flown off to LA to compete for that. Um, you know, I moved from Philadelphia back to Cleveland and I was able to participate in the Pizza Back event as one of the only independent uh, personal chefs uh, within that particular competition series. So, you know, I've just been blessed, man. It's just been an amazing journey. I've just been taking it one step at a time, one plate at a time, one client at a time. That's great, Ricardo, man. I'm super excited for you. And, you know, hopefully within a month we get a chance to link up because we're taking our team on the road again. 
visiting Cleveland, Ohio. So hopefully we're able to link up, man. And one quick question I wanted to ask you, Ricardo. Um, you've had you know an incredible year, an incredible journey. Let's look a little bit towards the future. Do you see yourself, you know, kind of starting owning your own restaurant or, you know, how is that? How are those plans, you know, ironing out for you, sir? Uh, I mean, right now, it's, it's, it's looking promising, you know. Uh, again, I take it one step at a time, but I definitely seek to own, like, a destination restaurant. Being as though I'm back in Cleveland, you know, I want to create an experience that's not only unique to Clevelanders, but it, it welcomes out-of-town uh, tourists and visitors as well. And then outside of that, uh, one of my ultimate goals is to essentially own a mixed-use uh, commercial space that will allow me to teach chivalry and, cul- chivalry and character development to culinary art. So I essentially want to teach young people the fundamentals of maturity through the culinary arts. Man, that's beautiful. I, I really believe you're going to hit every one of those goals. I mean, guys, please uh, give this man a follow. And if you're ever in the Cleveland area, um, look him up. Gourmet Gent. Uh, Dennis and I will be there, as Dennis mentioned, um, late October. So October 23rd through the 25th, we're scheduled to be in town. And we will be in touch with you, sir. And everybody out there listening, just remember, hey, if you have a passion, you never know where it could lead you. Ricardo, let everybody know how they can find you, all your contact information before we say goodbye. Uh, thank you so much for the opportunity once again. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find me uh, on Instagram at GourmetGent, that's G-O-U-R-M-E-T-G-E-N-T as in gentlemen. You can also find me at www.gourmetgent.com. Um, and should you need to reach me, I'm available uh, via Instagram as well and via email. So feel free to reach out. Again, GourmetGent at Instagram or www.gourmetgent.com. That's it, guys. Thank you so much. Ricardo, you are a true talent, my friend. And I believe that you have a lot of great things to accomplish this year and going into next year, sir. And we'll be watching, my friend. Thank you so much. And I appreciate the opportunity to be be a part of your podcast. And when you come in town, I will be sure to have those crab cakes with you. Now, it's time for the Entrepreneur Spotlight. Real professionals, real business owners, and entrepreneurs drop in and drop jewels on us. Looking to learn from others that have done it? Ready to get your business really rolling? Sit back and buckle up. Our experts are ready to inspire. Let's go. Hey, guys. Welcome to the interview portion of the show. This is one of my favorite parts of the show. Because we talk to real people doing amazing things in the worlds of men's fashion or just a gentleman's lifestyle. And I know a lot of you out there have aspirations to start your own business. We're talking to somebody who's done that, but also who works with influencers to make you guys look better on social media. Darnell McAdams from Raw Glass Photography is based out of Cleveland, Ohio. And as you guys know, we're doing our podcast tour in Cleveland, October 23rd through the 25th. We'll be linking up with him. Let's get to know him now. Darnell, welcome to the show. Hey, yo, thanks for having me, fellas. I appreciate it. Yeah, Darnell, it's, it's a pleasure to talk to you. And um, I don't know if the audience knows, but we're actually going to be meeting up and shooting some content with Darnell Rich. So um, I saw his work, and it's absolutely phenomenal. The man takes his craft very serious, and he's very talented. Um, Real quick, Darnell, just let the audience know what you do. Um, what are some of the plans that you have going on? 
just a little kind of introduction of of yourself, you know, as as a man and then as your own business, pretty much. So let the audience know, you know, a little bit about you, man, that we don't know. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, I am originally born in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. To I'm um, only child. Uh, my dad was military, so I ended up moving out and moved around a lot. Um, you know, my mom was from the South, New Orleans, Louisiana. Shout out to New Orleans. Uh, and I just, you know, grew up, grew up. Um, I guess just like middle, you know, middle class like everybody else, or like any other middle class family in the military. Just kind of moved around a lot, met a lot of different people. Uh, kind of attribute that to, to why I am. Uh, um, it's easy for me to talk to just about anybody, man. I can talk to anybody from the street to the to the corporate office, and uh, it really helps me out with my uh, with what I do. Uh, been into the arts. You know, pretty much all my life, man. When I was in the fifth grade, man, I was writing little chapter books about my classmates and stuff like that, and then writing poetry and that kind of stuff. And then uh, when about the time I got to college, um, you know, I got into I got into um, taking pictures. So I was I was always that dude that was always running around with a with a camera, one of them disposable cameras in his hand. And when we were out, I was just taking pictures. I wasn't necessarily doing it to make money. I just did it because I like taking pictures. The Fuji um, ones. No, the little, um, was it, yeah, it was either the Fuji ones or the Kodak ones. Um, I actually you know, bought one the other day, man. I don't know why, but I just wanted to have it at home. <laughs> man, you can, you can still buy those things? <laughs> yeah, man, believe it or not. Man. I actually like the ones. Some of the ones I used to take, took a picture and it came out immediately. <laughs> oh, that's the Polaroids. That's the OG yeah. Polaroids, yeah. Yeah, they, they actually redid the Polaroids. Yeah, they have a new version of the Polaroids now, and that's kind of a thing that some photographers do. They'll take a picture of the Polaroid and it's like yeah it's like a, like a little artist thing. that's like an old I mean and I guess not all photographers do it but uh, you know it was a, it was kind of a trend for a while a couple of years ago where people would take a picture with the Polaroid and then they would take a picture of that Polaroid picture with their regular camera okay I can uh, see that kind of like some of those fly by night on your refrigerator <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bringing us back it's bringing us way back to our childhood man putting those up on the fridge Man, it really, it really does. Because nowadays, man, you know, you send them, you have the digitals, and you send them in to, uh, you know, whatever site or whatever. They can, they, I have some magnets on my fridge now uh, with, with pictures that I've taken. Nice, nice. So now we know, man. Hey, you've always been into this. So let me just. Uh, Get into the name Raw Glass Photography uh, Break that down for us I think I have an idea But you know I could be wrong well, What's that mean? Okay so When I came up with the name man So if you know anything About photography uh, When you shoot Your uh, your digital files uh, There's something There's a format Called raw format And that's basically A format that It just gives you The ability to To, uh, to shoot the, the picture Just like it is And when you get back To the computer It has all the information That you need to bring that bring back everything you need to so it just shoots it kind of flat and you can bring back colors you can you can uh mess with the dynamic range a lot more than if you're shooting uh what most people know as a jpeg now uh, digital cameras can shoot in a jpeg but if you're shooting raw you're leaving yourself more room to make adjustments when you get back and that's kind of like what i like to do so uh that's what the, the raw part of it came in and then raw is another play on words because raw like you know in, but coming up it was like you know you, when you like something you thought something was cool you called it raw and uh, that's me and my boys call it. Oh, that's raw right there. So that was kind of a play on words. The glass part is um, when you talk about lenses. Uh, photographers call lenses glass. So uh, I just put the raw and the glass together, and raw glass photography. That's what it was. It's really catchy, man. I like it. Yo, go ahead, Dennis. 
I appreciate that. I like that a lot. So here it is, man. You know, I I kind of understand what you know what you're doing, and and I appreciate it. I'm an influencer. I'm always looking for that photographer. You know, that catches that right shot, the right mood. For me, it's really the mood, uh, angle of the shot, the deception, the, the a little bit of dark in it. I like that dark vibe, man. For some reason, there's a certain hidden thing that I like to, you know, imitate in my future, uh, in my pictures. So I wanted to ask you something. Uh, as a photographer, I notice you use a lot of color. I don't see that much, very much. Uh, why is that? And, and is that something that uh, you've always been, you know, intrigued about? Just using a certain colors instead of your basics, you know, boring pictures that I see on, on social media. Right. Uh, you know, I think it's just a style that I, I kind of settled into after a little bit. When I first started doing it, I I shot just like any other photographer, I think, just with the regular colors and stuff like that. And then uh, I got into basically, I, I like, I don't know, my personality is kind of a popping personality. I think I'm kind of bubbly. I'm kind of outgoing. And I just like, I love colors. My favorite color is orange. You know, I, I, I love I love all of those colors. Oranges, yellows. You know, those kind of colors that pop, lime greens, just the kind of stuff that catches your attention. I, you know, my dad was military and, and my mom was from the South and we, and he's, my dad's from Cleveland. So we grew up in the church and we always had suits. And with the suits, like we always, me and my dad had this thing where we had to go try to get the loudest suit. So we tried to get that little pop. So we would go get a pink dress okay. shirt or like uh, some powder blue shoes or stuff. I still have some alligator powder blue gold tip shoes to this day <laughs> because I love that pop of color. And, uh, you know, with my pictures, it's like I like the I like those dark moves, but then I like to pop that color out um, just to give it that little bit more of an oomph. Just, to, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's just something that I kind of fell into. Well, see, I like that because real quick, I want to follow up on something because that's what caught my attention, Rich. Uh, I know you looked at his pictures also, and he just shoots from a tremendous angle. And it just captures like the whole structure vibe of what's going on. Uh, and I noticed you use a lot of landscapes, uh, buildings, just uh, all that. And I like that, man. You know, it's not just photography of people. It's just you just like, you know, shooting great, great content. Yeah, man. I, I, I thank you, man. I, I'm glad you your, your eye likes what my eye likes. But yeah, for me, man, is life is photography. You know, both my parents are now gone and um, God rest their soul. I'm the only child. And for me, life is just a bunch of moments, man. And I like to capture those moments. And it's not always just about people for me. It's about if I see something and I want it to stay in my memory, I want it to stay in somebody else's memory or somebody else to see it, I like to try to capture it, man. And I, I just kind of how I look at life now, man. I just, I keep my camera with me everywhere I go. I got it with me right now. And if I, if I see someone on the side of the road, best believe I will pull over and try to take a picture. Man, I like that. So now that you're in this Cleveland market, I understand that you're, you know, back in the area. Um, what's it been like trying to drum up business and, and how are you going about connecting with new clientele? That's interesting, man, because so I, I got started, um, I guess, officially with my business in 2017 back in the Portland area. And um, uh, we ended up moving out here two years later. And, and that, that is that is one of those difficult things, right? So as an entrepreneur, it was hard enough starting up in the first two years, trying to figure everything out, still making mistakes. And then we decided to move all the way over here to Cleveland. So when I first got here, uh, the first thing I just started doing was going to Cleveland photographers, Cleveland people, and just started, you know, I started DMing people. 
like, hey, you want to do some work? Or, hey, can I come hold a light for you? Uh, because I, I'm just, you know, I'm not, I'm not one of those people that I, I don't have to be in the spotlight. I don't have to, uh, I don't have to be the center of attention. If someone else can teach me something and I can learn something, man, even to this day, like, I'll do it. I'll go hold a light right now for a photographer. Because who knows? They might know something I don't. So I did that. Uh, I ended up getting in contact with, um, with a guy named uh, Craig, who is the owner of uh, Triumph Magazine. And I ended up getting my stuff into uh, Triumph Magazine, doing another cover of that. And and from there, it's kind of just been, been word of mouth building up. Uh, you know, I've only been here a year, so I'm still kind of building up. But it's been going in the right direction. Great. Well, that's, that's great. That's good to hear, man, because, you know, with everything going on, I, I noticed one thing about this whole photography thing, man, that I, I work with a few photographers at the moment, and not a lot of people are trying to shoot a studio content, and the street aspect of photography is really playing out nicely, Rich. Um, it's outside. You can social distance, so it kind of it kind of blends in with what's going on, and you're playing it safe. Um, right. But then studio shots, it's like, you know, you can't beat those sometimes, so it's like a mixture of both. You want to have both. But you also want to maintain, uh, you know, that safe protocol. Um, how has that affected your uh, your business? Uh, you know, for me, I, I I did more outside stuff than anything else. And then on, on top of that, I create my own content. So I also created this little show called Process My Process that I have on YouTube. And because of the pandemic, you know, the streets were bare. And it actually helped me out. Because, it, you know, creatives like myself, I was able to document what was going on. It gave me content. It gave me a reason to get out in the streets, you know? Yeah. It's beautiful. You could be in the middle of the street now, man. There's barely anything going on. <laughs> oh, man. Like, in the middle of it? So, like, when it first kind of hit, like, around April or something like that, I did uh, I did a couple of photo shoots, man. It, it's just that, Dennis. Like, it's the middle of the street. You don't have to worry about cars coming. You know, we're downtown Cleveland, man, and it's a ghost town on a Saturday morning. You know what I mean? Which wow. is, this just doesn't happen that way. Any downtown you think about on a Saturday morning, it's not going to be quiet. And in the middle of this pandemic around April, May, you know, March, April, May, nothing. And so it was, it was a wonderful thing. You can you were able to get shots that you'd never be able to get because you wouldn't have time because of how busy it was, the cars, people in your shot, that kind of stuff. How's it go? How? What about now, though? Is that something that's still the same, or has it changed? Like more uh, well, you know, yeah, more people are out now. But you know, the the funny thing is, when you're out doing photo shoots, people more often than not kind of respect what you got going on. Especially like if you if they can tell you know what you're doing, you you're serious. Like I have my my strobe out there with me. I have a light with me. Or I have somebody maybe holding it. Yeah. When people see that, they kind of try to go around you and stay out of the way. So that's kind of cool. But for me, I like to do a lot of candid stuff so I don't mind the busyness in my pictures because if I'm going to be in that kind of environment I want to bring that environment in because right. for me it's all about feel it's all about energy like energy is my thing like if, if, if the energy's right then it's going to be right I'm not worried about what's going to be in the picture as long as the energy's right man the thing with me is I love working with photographers and um but sometimes there's one thing man that really bothers me about the whole photography thing and I was wondering what's that if you could give me some input on that. You spend like an hour or two hours with the photographer, right, Rich? And, um, oh, yeah. Here we go. You come back. You know, you like the photos. The photographer comes back and says, you know what? I'll send you five out of like, let's say, 60, right? right. How do you balance the fact that me being the influencer, I know what I like and I know what the brand. Usually I'm promoting something. Uh, you know what I mean, Rich? Right. I'm promoting something that either I'm wearing 
or something's going on. Like I really don't take pictures just to take them. I'm working with a company. They'll give me something. You capture that that item, and boom. But then the photographer has different ideas. He's like, Nah, I like. I'm more. I'm more interested in the shot, not the product. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Because <laughs> I've had that a few times. Oh man, I believe it. Well, you know, for for me, man, I want what you want. There's there's no point in in, like in, in photographing anybody if you don't if you don't actually have a conversation with them. Like I, my thing is, I go in talking to people and like, what what do you want um, in this situation? So if that's the case, if you're an influencer and I know you're doing something for a product, then I'm like, okay, well let's let's make this product look good. Because ultimately, oh. if if I make you happy and make that product good and, and it looks good on you, it's gonna look good on me ultimately. So that's the way I approach it. And then you know that that thing about just getting five shots, man. I'm I'm a lot different than that, and I know a lot of photographers are gonna hate to hear me say this, but usually when I do <laughs> sessions, you're gonna you get you get like if we do an hour together, you're gonna get at least thirty shots from me. Like and that's and that's me being like modest. I, I, yeah. I did a shot. I did a I did a I did a shoot with a, a young lady. Um, at this one spot that I love uh, in Hillsdale Park and I ended up giving her we did an hour and a half and I ended up giving them 88 photos wow because my, my thing is I know what I like but you know who knows what the other person is going to like and we might not like the same things and my thing is it, it just you know it takes time but I genuinely love to do this so if that's what you get out of the situation that's what you get and some of them might be just you know kind of the same but who knows you might not like the way your eye looked in this one you like it in this one who knows but I just I send usually what I, what I like and I send them all out instead of saying oh here's five here's ten yeah I love that yeah, man it, it's, the, it's tough the perfect guy man for, for our shoot <laughs> uh, yeah most definitely yeah it's tough because uh, you know like Dennis says when you're trying to get content for your brand or your personal brand either way it's tough when you're working with a photographer. And then here's the worst thing for photographers. And um, this this one is what gets me. You do a shoot. You're all excited. You want the digital files. And they're like, yeah, we'll get them to you. But man, sometimes I'm telling you, by the time you get the files back, you forgot about the shoot. It's like six weeks later. <laughs> and, and I don't I don't man, know what the holdup is on thing. a perfectionist. Oh, How does that work? Well, I know. We did a man. shoot in the summer and ended up getting it in the fall. <laughs> oh, see that's why. <laughs> so, so I'll tell you this. I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing about me. One thing about me. One one thing that one of my mentors told me from when I first got into business is, um, and I, I stick by this. If I do a photo shoot with you, my your pictures are going to come back unless it's a wedding or, or something like that. Weddings are a little bit different. Uh, but if we're doing like a one on one, like a, a portrait kind of photo shoot, I'll have your pictures to go back to you within twenty four to forty eight hours, guaranteed every time. Man. Well, that's, that, that's how I work. That's Cleveland, listen up. Cleveland, listen up. There's, there's no need to call yeah, anybody man, else in the Cleveland let's talk area. Let's about that for a second. I want the audience to know your process uh, before they book you for a shoot, whether it's a wedding, influencer stuff, modeling stuff, somebody trying to be trying to come up, you know, trying to make a name for themselves. Uh, uh, what's the steps that you, um, as far as the connection steps with their the pricing or different looks you know will you prefer to shoot one look or are you okay with uh multiple looks is that something that that's fine with you yeah so again man for me i i, I talk to who i'm gonna be um photographing and it's it's about what they want the price the pricing thing it, it's i don't like to put set prices on anything because i like people to tell me what they want 
and then we can build something from there because if if what you want is three different looks and you know you want 40 pictures and you want to do it at three different locations well that's going to be different from somebody that just wants to go to a studio so it's hard to just put one final thing so again i like to talk to people and i don't mind however many looks you want i want the person to be happy that's that's what i'm all about you know i'm all about happiness man like this this is what makes me happy i I had a nine to five that I was doing that I was making good money. And like I said, my, my mom died five years ago. And to me now, I, instead of chasing money, I'm chasing happiness. And this makes me happy. So as long as the people are happy, I'm happy. I love that, I man. I also want to say real quick, Rich. Uh, yeah. Man, uh, my prayers go out to you, brother. I'm so sorry for what happened. Man. I lost my dad myself. And it's a terrible feeling. And I'm sorry to hear that, man. And, you know, God bless yeah, Thank most, you, man. Likewise. Man. Yeah, it's not a cool club to be a part of, but, you know, uh, I think that uh, I've, I've, being behind the camera has definitely helped me make my peace with that. And this is, you know, I do, I have a hashtag that I use called Shutter Therapy, and it's real for me. Like, I, it really, it really is therapy for me getting behind the camera and, and doing that, these kind of things and creating. Yes, so thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, let everybody know how they can get in touch with you. What's your Instagram so they can see your style? And uh, guys, you're going to see a whole lot more Because like Dennis said, we'll be linking up But uh, go ahead and let everybody know So they can get you booked in Cleveland, Ohio Okay, uh, on Instagram On uh, Facebook Just about every platform I'm Raw Glass Photography uh, My little YouTube series is Raw Glass Photography Presents um, You can also hit me up Darnell McAdams on Facebook I can do it that way And my, my website is also www.rawglassphotography Man, so thanks. I just want to tell yeah. uh, the audience something real quick, Rich. This gentleman here um, says some great things as far as, you know, he wants to make you happy. And I haven't heard that much from photographers. You know, it's usually about them, what, you know, what they like. So working with this guy, Rich, I feel like it's going to be a, a blessing. It's going to be, an, we're going to put an incredible work right around, I would. 20, 23rd to the 25th we'll meet one of those days we'll meet up shoot some great content and I can't wait to show you guys yeah thank oh, you man, I can't, thank I can't you. wait y'all gonna have them shoot some stuff on man I'm a, I'm, this is gonna be great y'all I'm gonna make y'all look good <laughs> I appreciate it man I, I can't wait to link up man everybody, everybody check out check out the website rawglassphotography.com you're gonna see these amazing images and, and we thank you for your time on the podcast brother Well, guys, that's going to do it for this edition of the podcast. Once again, big thank you to Dennis Stiles for joining me on the interviews and also shout out to our guest, Ricardo Gourmet Gent on Instagram at Gourmet Gent. Once you check out his food, you go to his page, you see the presentation you see the quality ingredients that he's using. I've seen this guy picking uh, vegetables and herbs out of a garden to prepare for a salad. And when you take that level of care in your business, it's only a matter of time before you really blow up. And his business is certainly taking off. And we wish him all the most success and can't wait to sample his food. And probably just about a week, we'll be there connecting with him. So shout out to him and also Darnell from Raw Glass Photography, who will be with us in Cleveland. Also, if you have photography or videography needs in the Cleveland, Ohio area, and I'm sure he travels as well, get in touch because as you just heard, the level of service that he gives, the attention to detail and the amount of photos that you get 
far surpasses any photographer that I've come across. A lot of times you may walk away with 10 images and with him, an hour shoot, you might walk away with 70 different images. And in the day of social media, we need all the content we can get. So I am definitely giving a big recommendation to raw glass photography. Can't wait to see what kind of photos we create when we connect with him in just about a week as well. If you want to meet us there, don't forget, October 23rd through the 25th, Cleveland, Ohio, we will be there. Custom Suit and Shoe Trunk Show presented by Harrison Blake Apparel. But you have to make an appointment. You can't just walk in off the street. We're trying to play it safe thanks to COVID-19. We'll be taking all the necessary precautions, but we also will make sure we have a good time as always. Guys, follow your dreams. If you want to be an entrepreneur, you can be one. If you're just a fashion enthusiast, stay tuned next week. We'll be having a lot more fashion conversation as well. But we had to show love to our connections in Cleveland. Hope you enjoyed the interviews. Hope you learned something. And most of all, hope you were inspired. Until next time, gentlemen, take care.